0: Our next guest is on the line. We're so happy to have him. This is very apropos now that Mr. Trump is in power. It's time for the terrorism update with Dabam Mubin Sheikh. He's an ex-Muslim extremist. Is it Muslim or Muslim? Did we figure that out? Ask him. Okay. Uh, turned undercover intelligence operative, he's the author of Undercover Jihadi. Join us right now as the bomb gives us the truth about the latest acts of terrorism in our world today. Mubin Sheikh. Mubin, what's going on, man? Hey, man. Long time. Long, long time. You know, I was worried because we hadn't been in touch for a while, and I thought maybe you'd jump ship again and you joined uh, you joined the evil forces again.
1: Huh. yeah I gotta fight I gotta fight it all the time uh you know every every morning I get up I just want to join Isis uh, <laughs> yeah. uh well listen um
0: last week it was a trump free zone here on the Drew Marshall show but since we're sure. on with you today we've got to talk about you know the impact of of Trump and terrorism uh what say you Bean Shaikh Oh my God! It's an effing disaster. <laughs> okay, that, and that is a technical academic term, just for reference. Right, right. Google that, folks. Um, is it? Does it freak you out at all? Seriously, are you worried? Are you legit worried? As my daughter would say.
1: Well, I mean, I personally am not worried because uh, you know I'm Canadian. Uh, I don't have dual nationality. Uh, I'm not involved in terrorism. I'm involved in counterterrorism. But you know, I got to think beyond just me. I got to think the big picture, and in the big picture, it's not looking so good.
0: Why? I mean, is it just because uh, of his style and his and his
1: hair? It is. It is. I mean, we're 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 engaged in the battle of hearts and minds. I mean, we really are. You know, perception uh, is uh, you know nine tenths the law. I guess, like possession. If the the perception, and this is something that we've been trying to, I mean, George Bush himself said, you know, that we are not at war with Islam, don't make this a war on Islam, Obama, you know, said the same thing. Now we have a guy who basically says, yeah, pretty much, yeah, make it about Islam. And it's going to have uh, ripple effects that we're already seeing and we have yet to see.
0: So just, was it yesterday, I think? Yes. Uh, what was the big announcement he had there, Timmy? Because I know the, uh, you follow. Uh, I don't
1: follow. Yeah, the, at ban. At the ban. The ban on ban Muslim. on a um, Muslim... uh, number of Muslim countries. Yeah. Syri- uh, Syria. Iran, yeah, Iran, Iraq, Somalia, Syria, um, Libya, Yemen. Uh, all countries where he does not have business interests. <laughs> and and it's, it's important to note that because... I mean, the argument is being made, well, this is for national security and counter-terrorism, but I mean, in the executive order he cited, uh, he invoked 9-11 three times, and uh, 9-11 was perpetrated by individuals who were Saudi, UAE, uh, Lebanese, and Egyptian, all countries that are not on the list. Right, right. So, and of the countries that were listed, Uh, I have yet to see any case of somebody actually committing terrorism coming from those countries. So across the board, security experts, especially the nonpartisan ones, uh, they're all saying uh, this is actually not going to make anyone safer. And uh, really, it's not about national security. It's about it's about his policies. This is what he campaigned on. This is what's going to make his base happy. And they'll tell themselves that it's going to make themselves safe, but it won't. Okay. Speaking as
0: an ex-Muslim extremist, as an undercover jihadi, see what I did there? I dropped the name of your book right there. Do you think that these, these screening protocols are effective? Uh, in, Absolutely. And, and, are, and do they differ from the states to Canada?
1: They do not differ. Uh, we use the same uh, we use the same methods. And this is the thing. I mean, as a security professional, I absolutely believe in strong vetting. Uh, I don't believe you should just open the door blindly to just anybody and everybody. But the thing is, is that strong vetting is already what the U S does. I mean, say these people go through a year and a half, two years, they meet with several intelligence agencies. Uh, you, you can't just, I mean, it is not, you know, boats arriving on the shores. Uh, so, you know, for all this talk of strong vetting, it's already happening. And, and that's the problem. And when you give the impression that, you know, you're just flying, you know, by night, that's not what's happening. Okay, we're on
0: the uh, on the line with Mubin Sheikh. Uh, Mubin. Um, radical Islamic ideology. Is that to blame for ISIS? Uh, it is. It is
1: definitely a major component. Um, you know, you, you don't want to give ide- uh, extremist ideology a free ride. But at the same time, you need to measure it with other factors. So for example, uh, foreign policy grievances. You know, Show me a country where there are jihadists and I will show you a country where there have been military foreign interventions. Uh, we, we, can't, you know, we can't ignore one and just blame everything on the other. Uh, there is a, a, an interplay between the two. There's a great quote by a, a terrorism expert from the International Center for the Study of Radicalization he says ideology without grievances doesn't resonate and grievances without ideology are not acted upon huh. so it, you can't really say now here's another point on ideology because sometimes we hear psychosocialists say well it's sense of meaning and belonging and identity and that is true but for people who are religiously framed uh you define identity meaning and belonging on the basis of religion so here's an example where Uh, it is not separate from religion i wonder what role
0: mental health plays in all of this
1: very good question uh sometimes uh mental health is a factor but again mental health is a big term i mean you can be dealing with on the extreme end what are called mental diseases you know like you know psychopathy schizophrenia these kinds of diseases but schizophrenia and mental diseases are very rare in terrorism Then when we start moving away from that, we get, you know, let's say personality disorders. So when you have schizophrenia, which is a disease, you might get schizoid personality disorder. So it's not, it's a disorder, it's a personality disorder. It's not a disease. So it will have an impact on the decision-making process. As we move away from that, we have vulnerabilities. People who are maybe abused. Uh, You know are desensitized to violence because of abuse because of criminal behavior This is where you find real mental health vulnerabilities Sometimes it is a factor other times. It is not a factor and even when it is a factor It doesn't mean that they're crazy or not rational. So there there's nuances. There's grades of influence All right See,
0: here's the problem. When you're on our show, I actually listen to you talk. Most guests, I just, you know, I go out to the bathroom, I order a pizza, but I'm listening to you, and uh, I find you very engaging, uh, which is strange because usually our show we don't have that great of content on our show. No. So this is this is good. Um, nice, France, uh, the Berlin Christmas market attack. What's next for ISIS in Europe?
1: Right. Uh, so the Nice attack in France, uh, those who remember, an individual got into a truck, basically ran over a bunch of people. Now, you know, when we delve a little bit more into the history, uh, you know, beyond just the, the headlines, this is a guy who was absolutely not religious, uh, suddenly goes off and does something. And then what ISIS did is it took credit for it. The guy had actually no ISIS links. So ISIS is watching this as well and and seeking to benefit from it. Mm-hmm. Now, juxtapose that with the Berlin attacks, where you do have ISIS links. Uh, so it just shows you that, you know, ISIS will take whatever it can get, uh, and the most common denominator that you find are individuals who were criminals before they became religious. Now, one could ask the question, well, why are these criminals attracted to this particular religious ideology? Well, the answer to that is this ideology is ends justifies the means. If you want to kill people, we'll give you the the scriptural backing to do it. So this is exactly what you will find. You will see more of happening in Europe. Uh, it will be what we call lone wolf attacks. Huh. But lone wolves are very rare. Uh, it's not nature. What is nature is the wolf pack. So you're going to start, you, you will see more of these attacks happening in Europe.
0: So then are you saying Germany was kind of a copycat of Nice?
1: I don't know if it was a copycat. Um, Inspired? Because, uh, yeah, I mean, they've already put out statements saying, yeah, you should do this. Get whatever you can get your hands on. I mean, it's hard to get a gun. It's not so hard to get a knife. And how many people are you going to kill with a knife before you're either killed by somebody, by a police or whatever? But look how easy it is to get a vehicle, right? Look how easy yeah. it is to drive. And you can kill so many more people with that. So they'll see the effect of it. They'll see that media is talking about it. They'll see that the public is afraid of it. And that's what they're going to go with.
0: All right. Well, listen. Obviously, we're never going to run out of material to have you on our show. Would you mind coming coming back on our show again, uh, Mubin? Would
1: that be all right? Is that- you know? If I if I get over the need to kill infidels on a daily basis, <laughs> uh, I will. Uh, I kill you.
0: I uh, maybe we'll get you and uh, Tarek Fatah on at the same time. What do you think?
1: Uh, look, I'm willing to speak with anybody, including the nutjobs uh, like Tarek Fatah, uh, extremists, terrorists. Um, I, I, I destroy them
0: all equally. Yes, okay? yes, well done. Ladies and gentlemen, our very good friend Mubin Sheikh on the Drew Marshall Show. So good to talk to you, man, and we'll talk again next month, okay, dude? As
1: always, Godspeed and God bless. Thanks, man.
0: Appreciate it. Uh, Ex-Muslim extremist turned undercover intelligence operative and author of *Undercover Jihadi*, Mubin Sheikh, on the Drew Marshall Show. Short break. We'll be right back. Higher Ground Cafe in beautiful Bell Fountain. Come for the coffee. Stay
1: for the nature.